Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. So, you know the drill, you know the deal. I'm actually whispering a little bit lower today because the kids have been just super rocky tonight and just like they're waking up every five seconds. But, girl, listen, I needed a like I've needed a minute after that last episode that I did. Thank you so much to everyone that sent me a DM and just like felt affirmed, but also um, supported me in how I was feeling with the recap of my week. And if you didn't get to hear that episode, it's definitely a good one to go back and listen to because I feel like it's so important in the online space, especially as moms, that we really talk about the ups and downs of being not just a mom but also a business owner and just like how crazy the entire experience can be at times i mean truly you have to be low-key delusional to be doing this um but you know there's just an extra layer of delusion when we have kids as well so thank you for all the love and support on that and uh, i'm just so glad that i was able to validate and affirm everyone that listened and and I just really appreciate all that feedback um so even in speaking about that like I said I needed to take like just a time I just need to give myself a second because I found myself even after recording that episode and even after reflecting further I still found myself just like ugh, I just wasn't in like the best headspace and the thing with the family member that was going on it was it's continued to progress I ended up going home to like sort some things out and everything is fine now praise the lord everything is fine and you know we've we've moved past it but that was just something that was really weighing heavy on my head and on my heart and it made it hard for me to show up and so i just need to take last week uh as just like a mental health break (laughs) so to speak so now i'm just like I'm in this space of, and this is kind of a long intro, but I promise you it's going to tie into the conversation that I want to have today, but I'm in this space of really looking at my businesses and asking myself, what is the legacy that I'm trying to build here? And even more so on like beyond the legacy, it's like, what am I actually doing here and why am I doing it? Uh, it's been a while, like it's it's been multiple years since... I've been building these businesses just for the money, right? Like my my reason for continuing to wake up and do this every day has moved beyond, oh, I have bills to pay. And I'm grateful for that. I'm really thankful for that shift because it is hard when we are in that that season of business where we're building it to make money, right? Like we're building it and at the end of the day, it needs to work because we have to pay our bills. And I'm grateful that I'm past that point in my business. But even being past that point, there's its own challenges, right? Being able to sustain a team, being able to sustain my own continued development, but also 
and this is going to sound like a little crazy, but also thinking about like the lives that I have the opportunity to impact. It's like that is such a huge uh, it's, a, it's a huge weight, right? It's a huge weight to say like, wow, these people that are investing their money in me, whether it's on the photography side or on the coaching side or on the consulting side, like these people's investments, these people's they, these people's money, I have to be a good steward of, I have to be responsible for, and that can be really heavy. And so I'm constantly thinking, you know, every single day or, you know, not every day, but I'm constantly thinking about like, you know, God, am I being a good steward of this? Like, am I really showing up the way that I'm supposed to? Am I, you know, leading according to your standard? Am I showing up and serving my clients to the proper standard? And I mean, you know, proper standard is relative, right? I'm not saying that there's one right or wrong way to do things, but, you know, I always want to make sure that I am operating, you know, my favorite word from a place of integrity. Um, And so because of that, I'm constantly having this thought, right? I'm constantly, you know, thinking of these things. And so lately I've just been experiencing a lot of shifts in my businesses and I've really been questioning a lot of things like I've been questioning the way that things have traditionally been done in the online space and I'm kind of measuring that against what like my real world experience things that I don't talk about a ton is that like I have run multiple six-figure companies like real world not not real world companies let me not say it like that but like you know um brick and mortars, like things that aren't in the online space. Um, I've run million dollar companies, actually. I've, I've ran two million dollar, multiple million dollar companies um, that are, you know, physical spaces. And I don't talk a lot about that because sometimes these, these concepts or these things that we do in, you know, the brick and mortar realm, I don't know how you explain it, but basically anything that's not online, right? So the way that you run things over there, a lot of times we don't, or let me say this, a lot of times it doesn't always match up with the message that's put out for how you should do a business in the online space. And for a while, I thought it was different, right? I really thought that the way that you run a online business was drastically different than how you would run a brick and mortar business. But after being in this game for so long, I'm really starting to realize that the reason why a lot of people are not succeeding in the online space is because a lot of times we're trying to throw away traditional business practices that actually do work. And it's kind of mind blowing to me because, you know, we see certain trends and things that happen in the online space. But truthfully, in in the regular business world, trends don't come and go as fast as they do in the online space. And if you're really trying to create a business that allows you to have longevity, sustainability, you have to realign yourself or or move yourself away from getting caught up in the trends of the online space. So that was a long like intro to get to my main point of I'm really starting to um to try to reconcile, you know, what my actual experience is and what I know to be, you know, true and how to run a business and all that and what I currently have. And there are a lot of things that I am going to be changing going forward because I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really want to do things like this anymore. I don't want to, you know, continue to create programs or to run programs, you know, in a certain way. Not that there's anything wrong with my programs, but I just, when you know better, you do better, you know, and when you're ready to really stand on, you know, your values, your principles, your frameworks, your methodologies, nothing is going to stop you from that. And 
slowly over the past couple of years, I've really been shifting and like creating my own lane. And I've really been speaking more about like, what is your movement, creating a movement? What is your legacy? What is your exit strategy? I've been talking about these things lightly, but going forward, I'm going to be talking about them in a deeper capacity. Because one thing that I've realized is that a lot of people come and work with me. And yeah, you know, I used to be known as like the Instagram girl, and then I became the marketing girl, like the social media marketing person. But now I'm realizing that people are coming to me for sustainability. And the reason why is because people see that I've been in the game for a long time. I started both of my businesses in 2018 and I'm still here today. These businesses have gone on to make multiple six figures and it's been a beautiful but chaotic journey at times, but also people watched me crash and burn. <laughs> they watched me, you know, have a whole season of burnout and how I came back from that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm realizing now that the people that I'm serving, they're not just coming to me because, oh, I want to make consistent 5K months. Well, yes, you can do that inside Moms Do Business Different. Um, it's not just about, you know, oh, hitting that consistent 5K a month or, you know, signing five-figure clients or signing, you know, booking out all your services. We do all that inside moms do business different it's not just about that it really is about building something that's sustainable and building something that's gonna last and even beyond that I'm realizing that a lot of people just need someone that can hear what they're dealing with right now and validate their experience a lot of times we get into these programs we get into these experiences with people and it's almost like they're telling you you're broken and they continue to like say, yeah, you're broken. This is not working. You have to do this, blah, blah, But like nobody ever says, you know what? I get why you're tired. Like I get that this is stressful. I get that this can be too much, you know, and just allow you to kind of sit in that for a moment. We're always trying to jump and fix things. But a lot of times, I'm going to be honest, people come to me and their business is not broken. Like <laughs> your business is not necessarily the problem. It's all the other things that are weighing on you that are taking you away from what is actually working, right? Um, and so a lot of times what I end up doing is really just troubleshooting with people, right? I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to validate your experience. I'm going to help you navigate any of the, you know, anything that I can I actually have the capacity to help you with, like your time, different things like that. So, you know, that's where I'm going to support you. But really, I, I realize that I am here to hold space for people. And then I'm going to help you fix any areas or I'm going to help you optimize any areas that can be improved on so that you can get your time back so that you can build something that's more sustainable. But a lot of times the strategy that you're using, it does work. There's just simple tweaks that need to be changed in order for you to see that consistent revenue or for in order for you to you know, get to that point where you are selling out your launches or booking out all your services, things like that. But it's, it's usually just small tweaks. It's not like this whole dramatic, you know, we got to do a 20 step strategy for you to get there. It doesn't require all that. And I just realized that the more I just like reflect on it, the more I, I serve people, the more, you know, more women that come into Moms Do Business Different. Uh, now I have the mastermind that I'm about to launch and that is going to be amazing. The mastermind is going to be for people that are um, either actively making six and multiple six figures or like you're at that 75k and you're looking to okay I'm ready to hit 150 right I'm ready to you know like clear um six figures um and something that I'm realizing is that the biggest gap for most of us for most of us building businesses building companies even with our kids like the the biggest problem is our mindset right and I a lot of times I hate to you know y'all know how I feel about blaming everything on mindset 
But what I'm going to say is that a lot of times it's not the mindset about your business. It's the mindset about your life and how that spills over into your business. Like I just said, when I opened this episode, like I needed a mental health break from last week and I could have pushed through, right? But I chose not to. And guess what? I didn't lose anything. I actually signed um, a five-figure wedding client over that week, all because I showed up and, and shot her sister's wedding. So I'm saying all this to say, like, I feel like a lot of times we feel like things are broken and it's not that it's broken. It's just that there needs to be shifts and tweaks that you can optimize. And from there, you can you'll just see so much, you'll just see so much fall into place and you'll have so much more alignment if we stop looking at our businesses as broken or if we stop looking for like, oh, I need this strategy or I need someone to teach me this thing and everything will be all right. Like, no, it's probably not that. It's probably that you just need someone to sit with you to validate your feelings. And I know that it sounds crazy. Like, oh, you know, I have a biz bestie or whatever, but I promise you, you, a lot of times you need something more than that. Because I have plenty of biz besties, but I need my coach to walk me through whatever I'm dealing with, whether it's personally or in the business, and then help me troubleshoot, help me tweak, help me get back into my aligned strategy and my aligned order in order for me to get to the next step or continue on my journey. And so um, this kind of like this was this was really a big side note um, to this whole point of this episode. But even in thinking about this, I'm thinking about the mastermind and the mastermind is called the Align Life CEO Mastermind. And the biggest thing for me is that I really want to help six figure, multiple six figure um, CEOs really figure out how to get their life in alignment with their business. Because a lot of times there's a disconnect, right? Last week I was having a disconnect, but my business didn't implode. I was still able to, you know, continue on my journey. My goals, you know, they're not shot to pieces. And if I wanted to, I could take the whole month off and I would be perfectly fine. And I find that a lot of CEOs, aren't in that position, right? You may be making money in your business. You may have those consistent 5K months, 6K months, 7K months, you know, 10K months, right? You may be at that point, but it's like, if you don't work, if you don't show up, you don't make money. And if something happens in your life and you have to just like take a beat, your business suffers. And I don't want that. I don't want that for people. And it happens when your life and your business are not in alignment, right? When you're doing things, when you're doing strategies, when you're trying to do all the things, And yes, it's working, but only when you are. And nobody has time for that, right? Nobody has time for that. So that's what the mastermind is all about. And that was like a a true side note. I want to get back to the point of this episode, which I haven't even got to yet. But something I've been thinking about is like operating from your gifts. So if you've been listening to everything that I've been saying, you know, really what I'm saying in essence is that my businesses, my companies, they are changing because I'm really getting into alignment with my gifts. I'm really operating from a place of my spiritual gifts. And something that like, I believe it's one of the first lessons inside of Moms Do Business Different. It's it's a lesson all about your spiritual gifts. And I have you take a spiritual gifts test. You can find it on Google. This is not like a proprietary thing. You can go on Google, search spiritual gifts test, and you can take a test. Inside Moms Do Business Different, the reason why um, it's in there is because I actually have you take the test. And then there's a, um, not a cheat sheet, but like there's like a, a little sheet that you can look at to basically explain to you using scripture, but also like in layman's terms, what your spiritual gifts are, what they mean, and how you can use them. So that's like like an extra bonus that happens inside of there. But anyway, 
something that I've really been thinking about as I've been making my own shifts, but also as I've been serving other women is one of the biggest things that we can do to really succeed in our businesses is operate in alignment with our spiritual gifts and to really operate from the gifts that we do have. And so, you know, something I'm always asking people, and it's one of the first things I ask them is like, do you know what your spiritual gifts are? Do you know like what your unique gift is? Because a lot of times we will, you know, create these offers. I literally just said this. We'll create these offers or, you know, we'll do these strategies because somebody else told us to or because that's what everyone in the industry is doing. But it's not in alignment with what we're actually gifted to do, right? It's not in alignment with the gifts that we've been given. And we end up fighting ourselves, right? We end up doing things that like, okay, yeah, maybe we'll see some success, but we don't keep up with it because we don't like it. We don't enjoy it or whatever. And so um, something that I have just really been, um, not a stickler for, I'm not going to say I've been a stickler for, but um, what I have been really intentional about is like, okay, you can choose to be good, right? You can be, you can choose to have a good program, you know, a good offer, or you can choose to be great and aligned so you can be more fulfilled. And the way that this happens is by operating from your spiritual gifts. Like when you operate from your gifts, I, there's a scripture, uh, and I'm gonna find it. Okay. It's Proverbs 18, 16. And the gifts the, the scripture says a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. And the reason why I wanted to say this verse in particular is because So the reason why I wanted to share this verse in particular is because, you know, we always talk about and you always hear people say, like, your gifts will make room for you. But I feel like people don't really go into depth and explain this. Right. Your gifts are given to you by God. Like these are things that God gives to us. He gives us very specific gifts. If you take the spiritual gifts test, you will fully understand what I mean by this. But there are gifts specifically written out in the Bible and you know, everybody gets one, like everybody, well, not just one, like we just get a assortment of gifts. And while yes, multiple people will have similar gifts, our talents, our gifts, and the way we use them are going to be different. Y'all might hear King snoring. It's all right. Y'all ride with me, right? So anyway, um, but these gifts are given to us, right? And so we can, we can do good, right? We can do good work in the world and, you know, operate according to the world standards, right? But why would we do that? Right. Why would we do that when we can be great and operate from the gifts that we've been given by God? Right. That brings us and our business to a whole different level. Right. It puts us in a whole different ballpark. And like the scripture says, our gifts make room for us. It's going to put us in front of great men. And so your gifts they're going to put you in the room and they're going to give you room, right? They're going to they're going to give you your own room, right? When people say like, "Oh, you know, you don't have to sit at someone else's table, you can build your own table." Well, with your gifts, you can have both, right? Like every time I see someone say like, "I don't, you know, I didn't need to sit at someone else's table, I built my own or whatever." I'm just like, "Girl, why couldn't you have both? Like, why couldn't you build your own table and sit at other people's table?" What's wrong with that, right? It's because you weren't operating from your gifts, right? Because if you were operating from your gifts, you would have both. You would have your own table. You would, you would have your own room and you would be in the rooms with other people because that's what we were created to do. We were created to be in community. We were created to continue to spread the gospel, right? And so when you think about this, 
your gifts are so much bigger and they allow you to do so much more when it comes to your business. And it allows you to have more when it comes to your business. So people ask me all the time. It's so crazy. People will ask me all the time, like, you know, how do you get so many speaking engagements? Like you, you would, you would be surprised at how many people will like DM me, like you should do a masterclass on, um, you know, how you got your speaking engagements, or you should do a masterclass on like how you were able to like increase your reach or, you know, how you've been able to like not be on social media, but like continue to grow and continue to speak and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I always chuckle to myself because I used to get so upset. And y'all have heard me actually get like, you know, have a whole tangent about people that, you know, can't tell you how they got with it, where they got or whatever like that. But, you know, in the last year, I've really been doing some some research. Like I've really been digging to understand other people, their businesses, how they got where they got and really be objective, right? Not, not, you know, judging people because of my own limited experiences or whatever, but really being intentional about seeing what other people are doing. And I've come to the conclusion, I've realized that it's not that people don't know how they got where they are. It's just that a lot of people won't give credit for where like for how they got where they are, right? Because the truth of the matter is, is that the way that I get speaking engagements is I use my gifts, right? I use the gifts that God gave me and those gifts put me in the room, right? So like, yeah, I could give you a couple of tangible things, right? Okay, you know, uh, some people found me from doing lives. Like if I do lives, they find me from there or they find me, you know, because of something that I said to someone else. But uh, oftentimes these speaking engagements come because I'm using my gifts somewhere else and someone sees it. And now they also want me to share my gifts in front of their communities, right? It's about, remember that scripture, it says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. So by using your gifts, it puts you in the room and it puts you in front of people that also have influence, right? How I was able to like increase my reach, increase my awareness and stuff like that. I use my gifts, right? I use my gifts. My clients speak on my behalf even when I need to take a break, right? Even when I'm taking a break from marketing, from being on social media, whatever, like my clients before me. My photography... Um, business. You can look on my Instagram page, actually. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to start posting again now, but girl, I'll take like a six month break or, you know, um, I'll take like, I think I took like a year long break one time, not posting, but I was booked out. I mean, like at capacity, right? I was at capacity with that business and I still am. I'm, I'm always at capacity with that business. Um, and, you know, and it's because my gifts, I use my gifts and they make room for me. My clients speak on my behalf even when I have to take a break, right? My clients come back to me and I'm so, so grateful and thankful for that. And it's because I use my gifts. It's because I don't, you know, just try to do things because everybody else is doing them, right? Or because this is what I see has worked. And trust me, there was a time and a season that that's what I did. There was a time in the season. I mean, sometimes I'll share screenshots um, of like my Facebook story memories or my Instagram story memories. And I'll share like, you know, different things that I was doing because it's always so interesting to me how when I was following what everyone else was doing and like structuring my programs a certain way and, you know, having, you know, all these different kinds of sales and stuff like that for my photography business, because I had a coach who, um, a photography coach in particular, who she told me like, okay, if you want to get more clients, you have to run sales. So like every chance you get run sales. So I have some, even one came up today where I did like unlimited outfits 
for I think like two hours for $180. And I was just looking at that like, wow, girl, I could never do that. Like I struggled doing that then because I had King. Like I definitely couldn't do that now with two kids. It's just, I wouldn't make any money. And so it's like, you know, when you really think about it and you really think about your gifts, these things make room for you, right? And so I, I guess I can like dial back just a tiny bit. So my spiritual gifts, my top ones are um, exhortation, which is encouragement, um, teaching, leading, um, it's, it's actually pastoring, but I, I, I did a lot of research on that because I'm like, Lord, I know you're not calling me to be in leadership, but um, like that, but I'm not. Um, but anyway, that's one of them. And uh, I can't remember. There's, oh, oh, faith, that one. And then there's another one that I can't remember off the top of my head, but those are like my main spiritual gifts. But in all these spiritual gifts, I also have talents. So these are two separate things, right? You have your spiritual gifts, which are given to you by God, and then you have talents, right? And your talents are things that are skills, right? These are things that you learn or maybe you have like a natural inclination and you hone it over time, right? So some people are naturally creative and then over time you become more skilled because you practice at it, right? But exhortation, you know, like encouragement as a gift, that's given to me by God. I don't have to hone that. It's already been given to me, right? I just need to use it, right? I need to, I need to express it, right? So that, that's, that's kind of the difference. Um, but when I think about like my gifts and I think about the things that people ask me like, oh, you should do a masterclass on this or, oh, you should do this. I'm like, I can't teach this because it's not mine, right? It was given to me and I just use it, right? It's like a pencil, you know, like it was given to me and I use it. Versus like, you know, if someone asked me, can you teach a class on how you made that pencil? I can't, right? I, I really can't because I don't know. And I come to realize, you know, I used to get so frustrated when I would see people say like, be consistent, work hard, have good work ethic. I used to get so frustrated. But now I realize that these people just don't know how to give God his credit, right? They don't know how to say, you know what? God gave me this gift and I use it. And because I used it, I was blessed, right? I was blessed immensely. I was put in the right rooms and in the right places and in the right spaces. And because of that, I was able to continue to grow and progress, right? And this is why, like, as, as like, not crazy, but as, like, simple as it may sound, why it also can be the hardest thing, because a lot of times we don't talk about this. We don't take our business into the supernatural. But like I said in the beginning, being a business owner and especially being a business owner and a mom, you have to be delusional. Like you have to be a certain level of just crazy. But what if it wasn't crazy? What if it was just we're not playing in the same realm, you know? And I know this is like getting like way left, but it's like, what if we're not playing on the earth standards, right? What if your business really does have a bigger calling than you making $10,000 this month? What if there's somebody that's like, you're literally going to change? I just think about the women's lives that I know in the future and even even previously that I've been able to change and how grateful I am for that, but how none of that could have been done or accomplished if I wasn't walking and operating from my gifts. So you see, you can be good, right? You can be good at what you do or you can be great and operate from your gifts and really like pray and, and use discernment and be intentional about, you know what, I'm going to take a step back and make sure that I'm not doing things just because, you know, it makes me feel good or just because it's easy for me, but I'm going to do things that really serve and allow me to live out what my gifts are, right? And operate from that space. So something else that I 
like and and this is I want to say this episode is like a random stream of conscious with a few notes <laughs> so I'm gonna like read this note that I wrote and hopefully I can like riff off this but if not it's gonna just be what it is but there was another scripture that I was like praying over as I was thinking about this episode because I really like I said, I'm, I'm making some changes. I'm making some changes in how I operate these companies. I'm making some changes in how I'm showing up. I'm, I'm making some changes in my leadership and my authority. And I'm realizing that, like I said earlier, it's not just about the strategy, you know, although I love the strategy and the strategy is my jam, baby. Like I'm so good at strategy. I've actually um, gone a step deeper in the way that I am teaching my clients. I'm really helping people with the implementation. I'm really helping people with like, let's break down the sales psychology, right? Um, it's why in the last couple of years, you hear me talk a lot more about customer journey. Um, I, I've been talking recently about buyer psychology. Like it's one of the reasons why I've been going that level deeper because I realized that a lot of people are just, we're playing the game of social media. We're playing the game of, you know, the online space and what's normal for the online space, but we're not playing the game of longevity, right? We're not playing the game of what actually creates a sustainable long-term business. And it's not playing the game or it's not playing with the the cards that the online space is dealing, right? You have to know way more than that. And it's so interesting because when you talk to business owners that, you know, aren't online, you realize that they know so much more and they have such a, a depth of understanding on business than people in the online space who are business coaches and all these different things. And, and I just find it so ironic and it's no judgment because listen, if it's working, it's working, but I really want to help moms and help other women build something that's going to last, right? Build something that's not going to stress you out long-term. And so that's really where my heart center and my passion is lying. And so I'm shifting a few things, but even with talking about this conversation, one thing that I really want you to think about, and I really want you to know is that you can work within both, right? Like you can be really good at something, but also really in tune with whatever your spiritual gift is and create offers, create experiences, create, you know, messaging that integrates those two things. It's one of the reasons why I talk so much about integrity. I never realized like, yeah, it's a core value of mine, but like, why am I always harping on integrity? And it's because it ties into my spiritual gifts. It, it really does because at the end of the day, when I'm speaking about integrity, I'm not just talking about like doing right by my clients. I'm talking about I have to answer to God. And I've said this before. I've said this so many times before. And I even say it to clients like, listen, I'm not going to play with you and your money. You can actually have it back as far as I'm concerned because I have to answer to God on this. Right. And and in doing that, I realized that I'm playing a bigger game, like I'm playing a bigger game. And that's why you're like that. That's how people are blessed. Like That's how people are blessed. And I, you know. It's not bragging and it's not boasting. And I've come to realize this. You know, I used to think like, oh, you know, people that, you know, like share their income, like maybe it's like, do people think it's bragging, it's boasting? No. If, if anything, I'm bragging on what God is doing, right? I'm bragging on what God has allowed to happen. And we all know, like I talk about my own tithing experience. I share about tithing and stuff like that. So God is getting his peace. I'm also doing other things, you know, with the money that I should be doing. So it's like, they're so... There's so much more to this. And I'm I'm really realizing that when you play the bigger game, right? When you when you choose to operate on that spiritual realm, when you choose to operate in alignment with your spiritual gifts, that is when you start to see your your business 
explode. It's the, it's one of the big reasons why, even in the online space, people may not give credit to God, but they do give credit to some kind of like you know supernatural source. Which hey, do what you want. I'm as for me in my house, we talking about the good old Jesus. But I mean, y'all can talk about whoever you want to talk about. But you know, you'll see people as they play in a higher playing field, they start giving honor and credit somewhere because they start to realize that it's a bigger game, right? It's not just about oh, you know, I'm really good at this skill, so I'm going to make money doing it. Like, no, there's there, there's something bigger at stake. And so I really want to encourage you to take some time to figure out what is your spiritual gift? What is that gift that God gave you, right? And really look and see how can you incorporate that into your business, into your offers, right? How can you incorporate that into your messaging, how can you make this a thing that you are always operating, you're always checking in with, okay, you know, how am I really living out and um, embodying, you know, like, how are you embodying what God has actually created you to do? And are you using the things that he has given you to do? So um, a last verse that I want to leave you with is Romans twelve six, And it says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Like I've been saying, your gifts are given to you by God. And they're to be used to serve God's purposes. And so anybody can have a talent, right? Anybody could be, you know, good at drawing or artistic or whatever. Anybody could be good at that, right? You can you can work hard and learn a new skill, right? I'm currently learning several new creative skills, right? Because I would love to have, I would love to develop those talents. So those are things that you can learn, right? And you can use those selfishly, right? Some of these things that I'm learning are for selfish gain. Like it has nothing to do with anybody else. I'm, I don't plan to, you know, use it for other people. It's literally just for me and just something that I want to learn, right? And that's going to be, it'll be a talent of mine. But your gifts, these are given to us by God and they're, they're given to us so that we can do his work, right? And in doing his work, when we, we are blessed on a, as a result of that. And so if you're ever finding yourself and, you know, I, like this is just something that I've really been having conversations about with a couple of my clients. It's like sometimes we find ourselves feeling, you know, overwhelmed or disconnected. But I want to say, if you're able to tap back into whatever your gift is, you will realize that at the end of the day, nothing is going to stop you from living out the calling that you need to live out, right? Nothing's going to stop you from that because this gift that you have, it's supposed to be used, right? And I'm probably like, this episode is probably speaking to one person specifically. And so if this was not for you, I get it. It's fine. I'll see you in the next one. But I know that there's somebody that needs to hear this, or maybe I need to hear this. Like maybe tomorrow when I listen to this, because I'm recording this the day before. Um, but maybe this is like just something for me to hear again. But I really, really, really want to encourage you. Take some time. Take your spiritual gifts test. Know what your spiritual gifts are. And then really pray and discern how should you be using these gifts. And really look at your business and just see, like, are you incorporating these gifts? Are you using them inside of your business? Where are you using them? How are you using them? Right? Because a lot of, like, I, I will tell you this. 90% of my clients, after we do this spiritual gifts test, and we start really looking at their gifts and looking at their business, a lot of things change. And once they do, 
they find alignment, they find peace, they find um, sustainability, right? Because they're no longer trying to do things on their own strength, but they're really leaning into the gifts and the abilities and the just the supernatural anointing that they are delivered through what God has given them. All right. This is, I don't want this to get much longer than this, so I'm going to stop here. But I hope this was a great episode for you. Like, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I love when you guys, like, DM me and, you know, just say all the things about the episodes. I just love having conversations and, like, getting feedback about what you're enjoying on the show. Something that you guys are going to start hearing coming up is I'm going to be talking a little bit more on the psychology side of things. Um, for those of you that may be new to me, I used to, well, not I used to, I have two degrees in biology. So I have one in like just general biology and then I have a um, another degree in bioinformatics. So um, I did a lot of like data stuff and then I did a lot of psychology things as well, but psychology, um, like not psychology, but like more so um, neurology. So like, you know, really understanding like the biochemical process, not biochemical, sorry, the uh, biological processes of the brain and stuff like that. So anyway, nerd stuff. (laughs) But all this to say, I've been really uh, just a lot more interested and invested in really deep diving into biopsychology. I've done some episodes about like the four different types and things like that, but I really want to like kind of nerd out a little bit more just to help you understand how people buy, why people buy, um, and maybe help you um, conceptualize what you're doing with your messaging and like why there may be like a disconnect between your messaging and you know how you're selling and stuff like that but also to give you a little bit of freedom in how you sell because I know that a lot of people have like fears around selling and all those things so anyway I don't want to get too far on this because that's not what this episode is about but I do want to say that there's going to be a few shifts in just like the topic or the subject layer or subject matter that we're going to be talking about on the show, but it's still going to be really good. So I hope you hang out with me. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.